Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Believe in UCLA football podcast. We'll be here with a new episode for you right after this quick note. The only people that don't get time off this time of year are pro athletes and us at Bet Online. With NFL Bowl season and NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up to the second odds, news, and info. Bet Online has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head over today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Hello, 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 and welcome into the Believe in UCLA football podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. We have a great episode for you guys today. A lot of good stuff going on involving UCLA football, obviously coming off the LA Bowl win over Boise State. There was also signing day. Make sure you guys go ahead and check out my coverage over at ocregister.com where I covered and talked to some of the guys that signed for UCLA football on signing day. Uh, you can find that again on the website, ocregister.com. But also, uh, they've been successful getting some guys to commit out of the transfer portal. One of those guys is former San Diego State defensive back, Marcus Radcliffe, and he joins me on the show here today. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation, and I hope you guys are having a great holiday season. Marcus, welcome to the podcast, man. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, I was out at uh, covering the signing days. I hit up three different ceremonies yesterday. Try to get some Christmas shopping done. Uh, you know how it goes during the holiday season. Um, yeah. Uh, let's get let's get started. Uh, there's been some different UCLA stuff going on in the transfer portal today. That's kind of kept me busy. But speaking of UCLA football, uh, you're currently committed to UCLA football. Um, what attracted you to UCLA? Uh, right off the gate, when I entered the portal, they were the hardest school to recruit me. They recruited me the hardest. And, um, I mean, obviously I played against them at San Diego State and mm -hmm. just playing against them. They were a very physical team and very crisp team, very efficient. And, and um, but on my visit, I just realized how efficient they were as a program. And I, I really love how Chip Kelly runs it. He really cares for his players. And um, that was just so cool to see how much he cared about even the littlest things, like how much sleep they're getting every night. And, mm -hmm. and so – I mean, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. My visit was one of the best visits I've taken, so that's what attracted me the most. Uh, yeah, very very cool. Yeah, there's a a lot of different things. I've heard a lot of the same stuff from different players, um, especially like when it comes to the sleep and the different food that they have. I heard that nutrition stuff is could be pretty wild sometimes. Um, but uh, let's start with you decide to enter the transfer portal. We'll we'll get maybe more into um some of the reasons or thought process behind that in a minute. But um, it's Usually I've heard from some of the recruits or some of the guys when they're in the portal is like, yeah, Chip Kelly's just calling my phone or it's like, you know, it's was Chip, was it Chip Kelly or was there someone else who reached out to you first from UCLA or, or how does that communication kind of start for you? Uh, It was Ethan Young who reached out okay. first and then it eventually mm -hmm. Chip, I did get Chip on the phone. I think like the next day he called mm -hmm. me up and then saying like he wanted to get me on a visit and all this stuff. So yeah, Chip Kelly was introduced very early. Um, what were some of the, some of the, you said like he cares about his players and whatnot. And he seems like a, it seems very much like a, a, a player's coach. Um, what, what were some of the things that you, that he said to you maybe that, 
that you really kind of were able to gravitate towards and and how much did you know about chip kelly uh, just with his prior history in the nfl and at oregon and all that um how much of all that played in the back of your mind while you were talking to chip on the phone yeah it was definitely uh it was definitely crazy talking to him just because i've known about him since oregon and being in mm -hmm. the nfl and he definitely has a big name to him um it was great talking to him a lot of the stuff he said to me like they need safeties they've had a lot of safeties depart um yeah. stuff like that that that's obviously um good thing for a recruit to hear wanting to go to school where you really feel needed and not just like you're another number um he explained how i'd fit into their defense and because they're gonna keep the same defense that they ran last year and so mm -hmm. it was good hearing that he sees me fit and he's excited he, he likes my play style and how i played because he had to play against me right. and so um yeah just everything he was telling me and how personal it felt and it was, it was good I think I made the right decision. So as you mentioned earlier, San Diego State did play against UCLA early in the season. I was there for that one. Um, did Could you have imagined at that time that you would be looking at UCLA as a potential option for you? Or at what point in the season did you decide maybe that uh, the transfer portal was an option for you to, to strongly consider? So, yeah, yeah, I had no idea that UCLA would even be in the conversation. Um the transfer port idea came about when my head coach was getting fired and mm -hmm. I took a self-reflection and was like, okay, well, can I play at a higher level? Do I believe in myself to play at a higher level or should I stay at state or San Diego state? And um, I just came to the decision that I believe I can play at a higher level. So I just took the chance and like immediately a lot of schools are reaching out. So it's kind of interesting. You're probably one of the first people that I've talked to who's like kind of currently in the portal and kind of going through the process. Was there any nerves or, or was it like, a, like, you know, you got to sit down, maybe talk to the family or kind of because that's it's kind of a big jump. And and you're kind of, you know, you, you kind of sign with San Diego State. But then uh, when you know if you if you sign with this next school, it's going to be a school you're with until at least you're a grad transfer. Right. So it's kind of like you're kind of reliving the whole recruiting process again. But um, was there any nerves on the decision or just talking with family? What was kind of the the process that led up to you, as you mentioned, kind of deciding along with with Hoka retiring or whatnot? But, um, yeah, what what kind of led into the decision where, where you said, yeah, I think I'm going to do it? Yeah, it definitely did feel like high school recruiting all again. And uh, I wasn't like a highly stouted high school recruit. I mean, mm -hmm. I was like a high end three star with like a couple offers. And so it didn't feel like that again. There was a bit of stress to it. And so I, I just told my family, me and my family did discuss it. And we were just like, I want to lock in the first, like, if it feels right, I'm going to lock it in. Uh, there's no mm -hmm. need to like wait around. Even if there is other options, like whatever feels right, where you can see yourself, lock that in. And that, that was UCLA. It felt right. I could see myself there. It's in California, which is a plus for sure. And so, yeah, it just definitely felt right. And so we were, me and my family talked about it. I mean, I actually committed on the visit, so it was it was very mm -hmm. quick. Before the visit, me and my dad had uh, discussed that if it felt right, there's no need to hesitate. Let's just let's get it. Let's commit. Um, what were some of the things uh, about the visit as well? I mean, obviously, it's a nice facility. Uh, you know, they got the, the wall with the Jordans and, and all of the different stuff that comes with that. Uh, what were some of your some of the highlights for you on the visit? Yeah, like you said, the facilities coming from a smaller Mountain West school, mm -hmm. like facilities aren't a big thing. We, I mean, at San Diego State, we share one one building with every sport on campus. So oh, wow. Okay. Just seeing, seeing everything UCLA had to me, it was like, I mean, they have like a workout facility right next to their like practice field. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. 
And um, <laughs> yeah, just the money, the money the program has, it's it's all a big shock. So, I mean, that that's definitely, I think that could definitely help in all the players' development and them being, them needing to be at the highest level they need to be. And obviously this defense here at UCLA was pretty successful this past season. Um, how much does that kind of play a role and kind of factor in into your decision of kind of looking at, at what they what they did with their secondary and just the defense as a whole this past season? Uh, yeah, it definitely did have a lot to play into it. I mean, every every player wants to play for a great defense. It's good mm-hmm. knowing you have great D linemen and linebackers around you as a safety and vice versa. Like linebackers want good safeties and D linemen and D linemen right. want good secondary and linebackers. And so I think um, – like as a defensive player, when you have other great players around you on defense, it helps you make more plays. And because I saw that in high school. And so that was definitely a big thing that I wanted. And I mean, with the recent success, I, I mean, it all falls into place. So that was definitely a good contributor to my decision. Um, and just I was kind of looking at your stats a little bit earlier. I believe you played in all 12 games. I know you had an interception, um, a couple other things there. But did you um know you were going to play that early on uh in in your career usually a lot a lot of when you're a freshman you kind of some people kind of come in maybe they know from the jump that they're going to red shirt or they're going to see limited action but it sounds like you were pretty active and in the mix uh pretty early on there was that kind of the expectation or did they have some injuries or something along the way that kind of opened some doors for you uh well like as a person i'm just a really highly competitive person and Mm -hmm. i didn't i i didn't see myself sitting a year um, because for a lot of people that's really new because a lot of people you play mm-hmm. all throughout high school and yeah. like middle school so sitting a year could be a shock and I just I didn't want to feel that shock and um, so yeah I just competed for that spot I beat out uh, a transfer from Texas and um, yeah because I, I actually play I really enrolled that, so that would give me the best opportunity to start mm-hmm. so that was kind of all the, the plan all along was to see the field as early as I could and and then obviously just you know kind of spending the the past season under Brady Hoke. What, what was uh some of the things that maybe you can kind of look at him and com- compare him to Chip? How are maybe are they similar and how are they different? Uh, just from what you've kind of been able to pick up from Chip Kelly early on. Uh, well, it was definitely a blessing to be at San Diego State under Coach mm-hmm. Hoke, but Coach Hoke, I think they just have different philosophies. Coach Hoke's more like nitty gritty, like you don't need a nutritionist, you don't need all this like <laughs> yeah. you don't need all these things like just right. hard work and you'll be fine and so it, it's it's very different for me coming from a school like that to chip kelly who's like okay we're gonna care about your sleep we're gonna care about what you eat we care about like everything you do in a day like it, it's so different because at the san Diego state under coach Oak, that's not they're not really worried about too many things like that so definitely a blessing and if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Were you born in San Diego? I think you went to high school in San Diego, but were you born in San Diego? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. Yeah. Okay. So, so all you know is San Diego. So, was San Diego State like always kind of on the radar, or maybe a dream school for you in a way? Um, and and what did you ever think about UCLA? Was that ever? Did you ever go to any UCLA games or anything along that line? Yeah. Uh, San San Diego State has always been kind of in the back of. Uh, my head I was like oh, okay this would be a cool school to like play in front of my mm-hmm. family and stuff every home game um so yeah I'd say that was kind of a dream school in some ways obviously I wanted to go bigger but I just I just didn't and so San Diego State was somewhat of like completing a dream uh UCLA was recruiting me pretty hard my senior year and uh, I actually met with Ken Norton coach Ken Norton oh, yeah. mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he came to watch a practice, and unfortunately, I like sprained my ankle that week, so we just talked um, the whole time. Um, and so yeah, they were recruiting me very hard. I think they ended up taking RJ instead of me, RJ Jones. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's a great and he's a great safety. I've known him for a while, so we played seven on seven together. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you said it was actually a really close option, but it ended up just being San Diego State. Yeah, obviously they don't have a defensive coordinator at the moment. Um, who are some of the guys on de- on the defensive staff that maybe you've been able to interact with? I know you said Norton a little bit before. I think your position coach would probably be Brian Norwood if I have that right. Yeah, I think it would be Brian Norwood, yeah. right? Were you able to yeah. c- kind of contact him or or kind of be in touch with him uh, during your visit at all? Yeah, on the visit, um, I had a pretty long meeting with them, went over film, went over how they would disguise things. Uh, and we played like this chess game, like football chess almost. Oh, he tried yeah. testing me with like a... <laughs> stuff like that and so it was, that mm-hmm. was pretty cool I, I connect him very well i think he's a great developer and yeah i like him as a coach a lot it's kind of interesting that you mentioned chess because that's that's something uh ucla's program seems to be kind of big on for whatever reason they have like chess boards and stuff kind of laying around all over the place um one thing i wanted to ask you about is since the ucla offer and since you kind of committed uh, some of the UCLA fans, they're they're maybe feeling a little nervous because there's that Texas A&M, there's the Florida offer. Um, how are you feeling yeah. about those? Are, are those opportunities you're also going to explore and just, you know, just try to make the most out of out of the portal, um, kind of the opportunity that's presented to you, much like you probably did in high school? Yeah, I, I'm still fully committed to UCLA. I don't mm-hmm. I wouldn't have committed if I didn't believe I was going to go to that school. And so I, I still fully believe I'm committed and will be at UCLA January 8th. But I mean, I do. Me and my family do want to make the most of a portal if we can get sure. two official visits to Florida and Texas. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd still be cool. So, but I am very committed to UCLA and do see myself going there. Uh, just looking back at your career, I think uh, I watched one of your previous interviews that you've done uh, here in the last couple of weeks, um, and and you mentioned I think as a junior you guys won the CIF state title if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah what was that? Ex- what was that experience like for you? And uh, and how do you think that? you know, maybe that run or those extra practices and those, that extra set of games uh, at that point in your career have kind of helped prepare you uh, for the college level. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, that run was definitely amazing. It's definitely a core memory that stays with me to this day. Mm-hmm. And I think the best thing I learned from it was just everything, all the hard work that you put in and all the extra stuff you do really does pay off. And I'm a firm believer of that. Cause I saw it come to life mm-hmm. when we did win state and so I think that's like the biggest lesson I took from it. Um, and as you kind of move on in your your college career, um, what are some things that you've kind of were able to take away from this first year and you feel that you can still improve on with your game kind of going forward? Yeah, um, some things I was able to take from it were um, I just learned a lot more. There's definitely a big difference between high school football and college football mm-hmm. just in terms of like schemes and like the speed and like the playbook. I mean, there's so many more calls in college and there's so many more things you need to be aware of and look at and have your eyes on. And so being able to like fully immerse myself into a playbook this first year was really good. And the opportunity to play so many different positions because at SDSU, we kind of ran a taboo defense where I'd be at linebacker sometimes. I'd like be setting an edge sometimes. I'd be a deep third, a deep. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of different. That that adjuster, (laughs) that Aztec position does pretty much everything. And so it was... um, it was really good being able just to learn like the full defensive aspect on what a coach is trying to accomplish and not just, Oh, maybe the safeties or just the secondary. So 
I think that was a big learning piece. And going forward, I definitely want to improve on athletic aspects, obviously, get faster, get stronger in this offseason. And I think UCLA is going to help me immensely with that just because of all the resources I have. Um, Game-wise, I just want to be smarter, play faster, and play harder and maximize my role in the defense the best I can. And uh, having looked at your bio a little bit, if I'm not mistaken, you played basketball and ran track in high school? Yeah, yeah, I played basketball for two years and then did track for three years. Okay, let, let's let's uh, let's talk about it. How how's the game on the court, and uh, what events did you participate in in track? Basketball, uh, it's okay. I'm just I I never had. I played it just just for fun, just uh, mm-hmm. to kind of kill time in the off season. Uh, but it's just not my sport for some reason. I I don't <laughs> like how there's no physical aspect of it. I like yeah. I like physical sports, and uh, obviously like I like football. I tried rugby for a little bit. And I like I like rugby for a while. Hmm. um yeah so yeah basketball just wasn't my thing and then in track um I did the jumps I did long and triple and I would do like the four by one and four by four okay yeah Chip Kelly if he loves dudes that that can uh, run track or have speed they have that speed element um I think one of the quarterbacks they just signed was like the triple jump champion in uh in high at high school in Texas I think he was like the leading triple jumper uh in the state oh, no. um so yeah, so a bunch of a bunch of guys. He he loves guys that play multiple sports. Uh, one other question for you: uh, Any what what was probably the biggest piece of advice you have gotten, whether it's from a coach, your family, a teacher? What what is something, or or even a motto, or something that you've kind of had on your own? Something that you kind of, you know, maybe when you're kind of down, or or as a DB, a play doesn't go your way. What is something maybe you're kind of telling yourself to? kind of stay locked in and just moving on to that next play? Uh, Definitely. As a DB, you definitely have to move on. So a motto mm-hmm. I kind of adopted is just win or learn. Like there is really no loss. And if you do lose, be able to regroup and regroup and reflect on it and just like, what can I, what can I learn from that missed opportunity that will set me up in the future to not miss that same opportunity? Because you don't want to miss the same opportunity multiple times because that'd just be foolish, you know? And so mm-hmm. that's just a motto I've took in kind of this past year in games and in the season and like starting as a freshman, like I either win or I, I learn from that. Um, and you mentioned RJ Jones earlier in our conversation. Are there any other guys on the roster that uh, you have known previously or, or anyone else that you were able to meet on your visit? Yeah. Uh, so I, I knew uh, RJ Jones. I knew Trey Edwards and Jeremiah okay. McClure from high school. Yeah. Right. Uh, we were actually rivals. We played two times. Okay. My senior year, mm-hmm. And they won one. We won one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that. That's kind of cool playing with a player. I think Jeremiah McClure just entered the transfer portal though, yeah. so mm-hmm. I won't be playing with him. But Trey Edwards, that's I've known him my whole life. Really, we played youth football together. Um, R.J. Jones, Ty Lee. Yeah, Ty. Yeah. Um, R.J. Jones and Ty Lee. We all played on the same seven on seventeen. We were all actually the three safeties. So it's cool that we'll be playing on the same defense again. Um, what was your what was the seven on what was the seven on seventeen? Premium. Okay, I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, premium trendsetters. We're all on the same team. We all played safety. It was pretty cool. Uh, and I just know I know of a lot of the guys just because of California and playing mm-hmm. against their teams maybe in high school. So yeah. Um, and then uh, final question. I'll get you out of here on this one. Obviously, having played against UCLA uh, this past season, 
Um, anyone on that offense that stood out to you or anyone that you're kind of excited about being able to practice with every every day going forward as you become a Bruin here? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't want to butcher their names, but I think it's J. Michael Sturdivant. Yeah, that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. On film, he I remember watching him. We were like, wow, he's a freak athlete. He is, yeah. he is fast. And so definitely like competing against him every day, it'll be good. Um just to develop as an athlete. And then uh, I think it's 17, Logan Loya. Logan Loya, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. good too. He's, he was definitely really shifty. And then the running back, uh, uh, is it TJ Harden? TJ Harden, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's a Inglewood big dude. And so, yeah, yeah, those are going to be good going against. Definitely. I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah, they're definitely going to be testing you. And especially when you have an offensive guy like Chip Kelly, He's going to be putting you guys through the ringer. I don't know if you've heard, uh, but usually I always hear the fact that the practices are ran very differently than a lot of the other ones. And it's very kind of high tempo and everything's moving so quick. So uh, I think you're going to you're going to have your work cut out for you, but I think you'll you'll be able to handle it just fine. Um, yeah, thank you. But yeah, with that being said, thank you so much uh, for hopping on with me. I do appreciate it. Um, And obviously, as someone who covers the UCLA football team, I'm sure I'll be talking to you again here sometime very soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. A special thank you once again to Marcus for joining us here on the show. Really appreciate his time. I thought it was very interesting. Some of his comments there uh, making it clear that, you know, maybe he may still explore some visits, but uh, it looks like he's pretty locked in as of now to UCLA football. Um, I know there was some some fans were were kind of curious on on what his comments would be on that just because after he did commit to UCLA he did have a couple offers from Texas A&M and Florida kind of roll in thereafter so um and he even mentioned the date in there sometime in early January is the time he'll probably be enrolling so if he enrolls I think that's a good chance I mean he's locked in for with UCLA obviously like I said he is committed um, things could still play out throughout the offseason and, and for just about everyone in the transfer portal nothing is really locked in until these guys are there for uh even uh training camp getting ready in the final weeks before the next season because uh, we've seen guys for example like a jay toya who spent spring football with usc and then joined ucla for training camp there a couple seasons ago so uh, you never know a lot of stuff can happen during the offseason we're still waiting for word on a defensive coordinator, um, still waiting for word on a quarterback coach, also a tight ends coach. So we'll see where we go with those uh, here in the offseason. That's something else I'm keeping an eye on for UCLA football. Um, but yeah, so when when news on that stuff kind of comes along, I haven't heard too much out there yet. Chip was going to wait until after the bowl game. Obviously, uh, we're about a week or so removed from the bowl game now so so that search should be happening as we as we kind of are talking about it so uh, we'll see what happens there um for me i've been covering the rose bowl game out this week and some of the coverage and media availability out around that talking to players from alabama and from michigan make sure you guys follow me on twitter at jhw reporter to see some of the videos and stuff that i have up there um i'll also be at the rose bowl game again this year um Obviously, a college football playoff semifinal game uh, between Michigan and Alabama. The winner of that game will go on to play uh, the winner of Texas and Washington. So looking forward to seeing how the playoffs play out here. Um, The last of a four-team playoff 
before we get into uh, what will be a lot of different changes. And I'm sure things we'll be talking about here on the podcast as things move on with uh, the new 12 team format for the playoffs. Uh, obviously, UCLA, USC, Washington, and Oregon heading over to the Big Ten, along with some of the other teams moving into different conferences as well. So a lot of stuff still to happen. A lot of conversations still left to have throughout the offseason regarding college football. Maybe we'll try and sprinkle some basketball in here at some point um, and kind of talk about the Bruins on the hardwood. But, yeah, a lot of stuff still to discuss, and we'll have it all for you right here on the Believe in UCLA Football Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. And as always, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you, everybody. This is the Believe in UCLA Football Podcast presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.